10.3 seconds. Welcome to the second episode of Who's Hot and Who's Not on the Oh Hot Move or Not feed. I'm Siskoid and we're continuing to provide a double dose of Hot or Not for the next few months. Every month, an episode of The Normal Show and one of the mini-series covering the entries in Who's Who number one in that same style, letting our group of ladies, who are not generally American comic book readers, debate whether the characters are hot or not. Let's go around the table and see who showed up today. (laughs) (laughs) And last time, the introductions were so awkward (laughs) that this time I'm going to try something new, which is I'm going to ask you a question so we get to know you a little bit better. And this will be less awkward. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Less awkward than just you repeating your own name. So... uh, (laughs) Going around the table, first we have Isabel. Oh, no. Uh, Isabel, the question is the same for everyone, and it it will lead us into the entries today, or some of the entries today. I have a moment to prepare. Okay. (laughs) So, the question is, uh, what's your favorite thing about World War II, or in the 1940s? (laughs) Let's say the 1940s. Yeah, okay. What's your favorite thing about the 1940s? On the other side, there's two people with degrees in history, and you started with me. I guess it would probably be musicals. There's a lot of musicals produced in that decade. It's, there's like a boom of musicals in that era, and, and they are delightful, and they are uh, sometimes problematic. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of coming back from war ones. Yeah, there's very, like, there's aggressive propaganda in some of them. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, now let's look at a montage <laughs> of freedoms. <laughs> Yeah. Next up, we have Jose, art girl. What's your favorite thing about the, the 40s? Do I need to be honest? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Do you no, need yeah. to be? I you mean, you can choose no, to be. Like, <laughs> like, it's a random fact. So I studied a lot of history back in high school. And one of the things I loved the most is the canon Big Bertha. I thought it was hilarious. And I named my family van to it uh, when I was 13. Now <laughs> let's get to the historians. <laughs> yeah. So, Natalie. I mean, there's probably a lot that could be said, but if I'm honest, <laughs> I, if you if you've ever watched a historical film with me, <laughs> you will be guaranteed that I will be like, I will wear this outfit. <laughs> yeah. The fashions. Um, I love 40s fashion. Like, that's actually, like, probably the decade that I dress the most like. Like, even more than 50s, because I, I think, like, the colors and the... Silhouettes are something that I really like and I tend to wear, so I gotta say, big fan of fashion. And finally, Amelie. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the fashion as well. I think I've... When you start looking into, like, vintage fashion when you're a teen, it's very, like, pin-up-y, which is more the 50s, but, like, the 40s are, like, in at our age, I guess, where <laughs> well, we're hitting our 30s is more like a, a much cooler kind of that era of style uh, and I think it's really really nice with more pencil skirts and much more um I don't know I love a good librarian <laughs> pencil skirt look with a button down shirt there's a lot of things I like like I'm the person who in class people are talking about like <laughs> life in the trenches and people come out of class and they're like oh man that was so sad I'm like that was fascinating <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I love it <laughs> I like dark stuff and dark history and things like that. So I I like the history of all the 
the war stuff and all the the specific soldier things and stories and and all that nitty gritty of it, I I find it super fascinating. Yeah, I, I highly recommend. I mean, it it can be very depressing and sad, but like reading like journals from mm. soldiers during the war is like really fascinating. You learn a lot more than you could ever imagine just by reading like real life experiences. Yeah. I did my master's about something that I, I didn't necessarily want to do because I got a grant. But if I would have been able to do what I wanted, I wanted to do it about war brides. The women that the um, men who were going overseas were marrying while they were there and then bringing back to Canada and who were completely disoriented and, you know, away from their families. And it's it's a whole new place. It's a whole new life. It's a whole new environment politically and uh, economically and all of that and it's very very interesting I'm not gonna bore you with more of that <laughs> this has become a history podcast <laughs> for me it's 1940s superheroes so <laughs> that's gonna work out well for me today uh, but also cap <laughs> America yeah yeah yes okay. yes cap well let's start with a golden age hero airwave one and two. Two for the price of one, the original Airwave uh, is a 1940s hero, Larry Jordan, New York district attorney by day, radio enthusiast by night, <laughs> who builds a helmet that allows him to hear police radio and other frequencies, and also project his voice over radio, and so he fights crime. He eventually ad added pop-out roller skates to his boots, specifically crafted to ride telephone lines, <laughs> and had some tricks with magnets. A generic hero from the Golden Age, he's resourceful and cracks wise. One amusing bit is that once the bad guys are in prison, he likes to mock them in their cells by projecting his voice over prison speakers. <laughs> Artists Alex Saviak and Dick Giordano show his face. Don't ask me where the mustache goes when he's in costume. It just, <laughs> it just disappears every time. It, it goes back in. Into the nose. From where it came. I don't know. And in the back uh, there, he punches some guys out. In the main picture, he skates on telephone wires. I love the rollerblades. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, fun. That's, well, I think most people as children, yeah. when you're like driving around... You just kind of imagine, like, running along yeah. power lines. I think, like, most kids have that thought. If you're in a car for a long but, time, so, like, that's he, rad to me. doing it for real. <laughs> yeah, it's so awesome. I like the colors. I love a good green and yellow. I find the helmet a bit Ant-Man. Oh, I was going to say Batman. Yeah, because, because of, of like, the antennas. The, oh, I guess it's, yeah. And that triggers Batman to me, because it's, like, the tiny ears. Yeah. Yeah. He's very muscly. That's a big arm. He's very muscly for someone that's not, like, strength-based in any way. Yeah, the one arm that's, like, bent in front of his body, his muscle is larger than his face. But the other one looks like a shrimp. <laughs> he really didn't need to work out that hard, but no. congrats. <laughs> his vocal cords are beefy, though. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Beefy cords, everybody. Oh, no. I hate everything about it. That truly disturbed you. <laughs> but also, I'm kind of okay with the mustache, but the mystery of where he goes, I'm not okay with. The face is very 40s. He's got that 40s face. <laughs> yeah, like, it's very, like, sculpted. Yeah. Sharp. I feel like Batman has that face. 
Superman has that face. Every superhero has that face. It's just very chiseled and... Very chin. Plain. Much chin. Much chin. Much chin and jaw. It's got a good cape. Good flow. And I do like the, like, bolt. That's cool. I really enjoy that he mocks the prisoners. <laughs> that's just, like, it's so, like, unnecessary and delightful. Yeah, that's epic trolling right It's just immature. <laughs> I know. I don't think it's funny at all. I you know, I think that's hilarious. Like, part of me is like, come on, grow up. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if you can do that, why the hell not? <laughs> I mean, if it busted them for something, like, really, like, low-key, I mean, that's a bit much. But if they... They're in prison. Let them be in peace. Well, we're presuming these are bad people. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. If it's on his radar... Now you put them there, you know. Yeah. So it's, there's not, like... They're not, like... <laughs> I mean, it's not, like, all the time. It's just, like, hey, you know, I'm gonna mess with Jerry today. <laughs> <laughs> I think the powers are cool, though. It's fun. It's different. We haven't heard that before. And we've been through quite a bit at this point, so... <laughs> We're experts On the main now. show, yeah. We're experts yeah. now. And I like the name. Just like Airwave. That's cool. Yeah, I like it. It's strangely 90s. Airwave. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> totally yeah. red. But if it was a sort of uh, fad, it was like the CB radio fad or whatever. So in the 40s, everybody had like their CB set. You would listen to yeah. short, short wave. So that's where that comes from. Is the Golden Age Airwave hot or not? I think hot. It's got good hair. I like the glasses. Yeah, I do like the hair. It looks fun to... Muss. And I just can't get over the rollerblading. <laughs> yeah. It's like top tier. That's just so fun. Yes, look at this district attorney. <laughs> rollerblading. <laughs> okay, does he rollerblade like on his free time just to get like practice in? I hope so, because... I wish I, like, I bought roller skates earlier this year and uh, did not go far. <laughs> as soon as I got good, my ankle got hurt. So I'm like, he could teach me. He would be maybe a good uh, instructor. That'd be fun. I mean, if he can do it on power lines. Yeah. That's like... And I feel he would be patient with me and help me out. Well, obviously, he lived a long time ago. He got married. Oh, did she rollerblade? <laughs> <laughs> Unknown. Then... He had a son. Oh. Airwave 2, who was a teenage hero in the late 70s and early 80s, and who is best known for having the same, his real name is Hal Jordan, which is the same as Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, <no>. oh. <laughs> in fact, they were cousins. And there's a story where they meet. Huh. Uh, so originally, he inherited his dad's helmet and costume after Larry got shot and killed. Oh. <gasps> no. So he looked exactly like this, like the, uh, like the, the original one, except in a teenage body. But by then, the technology was more advanced. This airwave can turn into a radio wave, allowing oh. him to fly, turn intangible, and travel along transmissions. He has the same look as uh, Dear Old Dad, and so this entry marks the debut of a new costume. But it wasn't used much, as uh, Airwave 2 is strictly a part-time hero who had school to think about. <laughs> and at this stage in his life, he's dreaming of one day becoming a member of the Justice League, like his cousin and gets real depressed when he saves the world in the shadows and doesn't get any credit. Oh. Oh. In the future, he'll change his name to Mazer and go corporate. Oh. Well, life can be funny that way. The Serpent shows him flying, turning into energy, and the face under the helmet, of course. I love it. What does he, does he study? Corporate. High school, so... Every, oh, okay. All subjects. <laughs> I, I registered that as, like, university, but... So he is a child. <laughs> but has those types of muscles... Excuse me, no. Why are his arms a fish? 
<laughs> it just looks so scaly. And especially in blue, it just it's just very fishy. I thought that you were going to tell us that they're both from the 50s. But I was like, no, that's so 80s. And when you said 80s, I was like, ah, yep. yes. yes. This, I, this chess piece. Oh, I would yeah, have also definitely. guessed 80s. Yeah. It is very 80s. I'm not a fan of the A. Me neither. I it's, hate it. It's like, okay, buddy, we get it. <laughs> I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, I think, like, the whole chess piece sort of, like, gives you an idea of what he's about anyways. Mm-mm. It's another of those pointing to the crotch situations. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I find even the boots, it's like, it's framing that, uh, that crotch. <laughs> and crotch framing yeah. boots. <laughs> and speaking of boots, hideous. What's yeah, the, what's happening with the boots? What are the the bulbous things on there? I mean, the suit has all these powers to turn into a microwave, basically. So they might be generators, power make, cells. I can make popcorn? But obviously he could already do that with the green costume. But Oh, so is it the costume that does that? Yep. Okay, so they themselves don't have powers. The original airwave, just it was a helmet that he could hear radio through, right? And then pop out wheels on the boots. That's all it was. So the son inherited like a better costume, which could turn him into a radio wave. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> it's just that we don't we don't often have people that don't actually have any powers. Yeah, well, especially if you're light enough to skate on power lines um, with those muscles. You, you think, feel there's a power. You think powers are involved, <laughs> <laughs> or witchcraft. Now, you'll find that in a lot of the Golden Age heroes, the 40s guys, not a lot of them have actual powers. It's much, they're, much suits. They're Just... good with their fists or gadgets. They're more Batmans than mm. Supermans. I don't hate his face. Oh, yeah, a nice face. Yeah, his hair's good. good. I feel he, that, like, that picture with that pose, it looks like the board games, like the dating board games. <laughs> like, yes. oh my god, will Jeff ask me out to the dance? <laughs> I'll call him on the board game phone. <laughs> I love the yellow and blue. I like the blue and yellow more than the green, uh, and, green yellow. and yellow, I think. I think that's a color combo that's more complimentary generally. And it kind of just, because of all the yellow, it just kind of feels like the X-Men suits a little bit to me. Mm. I like the antenna. They're pretty cool. I like it them better. They just look like radio antennas, so I'm like, it fits more the... The vibe. Yeah. I think you're coming round. What? Well, you started with, and then, oh, but I like the antenna better. And I'm like, Yeah, but there's still an arrow crotch. (laughs) Nothing can redeem this. (laughs) It's just like, you know, it's like a few flowers in a dumpster. Better logo or not? He doesn't even have a lot of crotch happening. Uh, But there's an arrow for it. What? I prefer the old logo. Yeah, me too. I like the squiggly, like the more sharp squiggly lines. The new logo feels more like a water park logo. Yeah, why yeah. is he so watery? <laughs> yeah. What's wrong? It looks too much like airwaves of the summer. Yeah, yeah, you're in a wave join, pool over here. Join the, the water park, Lazy River. As it turned out, yeah, he didn't use that costume much. For good reasons. You know, you saw him a couple times, and then we saw him as more of an adult later, a completely different costume. Everything was changed. Is it, it better? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, is uh, so? Is the second airwave hot or not? I not. think. I think so. What's his like? What's his vibe? 
As Does he troll prisoners? That's no. my question. No, <laughs> I, it was really like a... Really, should have joined the Teen Titans or something. You know, he's like a kid hero from a legacy, cousin to Hal Jordan, wants to be in the Justice League. And then when he grows up, there's kind of like, you know, when you, like you have like dreams. Yeah. You have dreams and then you sort of become... You some, go corporate. <laughs> you do some, you know, you, you don't do the thing that you thought you were going to be doing. I feel you, man. I like that he's concentrated on school, though I think that's realistic. Just, <laughs> just in general. There's a lot of superheroes that... They just don't have a realistic schooling story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're constantly like it's, leaving the bathroom window. It just makes no sense. Kids, <laughs> kids reading comics are like, but when are they gonna show him in math class? <laughs> <laughs> we must learn about algebra. So for you, it's a hot lady. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I think more hot than not, but I think I prefer the old version. No. <laughs> Jose is just for the old version. Isabel? I feel like Natalie. Just kind of, I prefer the older one. It's alright. It's alright. Alley Cat Abra. <laughs> Earth C is a version of our planet where everyone is a funny animal. It's wow. defended by the Zoo Crew. <laughs> the, nice. the magic wielding member of that team is Felina Fur, a martial arts instructor from New Orleans who is affected <laughs> by a radioactive meteor while engaged in mystical meditation. It gives her and her wand magical powers. She uses her magic wanda to cast all sorts of spells. Teleport, tell the future, telepathy, levitation, mystic bolts, matter manipulation, etc. Alley Cat Abra is also a black belt in cat foo. The art by Scott Shaw, in fact, shows her whacking a bull, uh, as well as firing your wanda at floating mouths in a weird dimension, plus, of course, her face without the mask. Alley Cat Abra does rhyming incantations when doing spells. She personally hates that stuff, but the wand loves it. So, uh, And nevertheless, uh, like a lot of the funny animal characters, she cannot resist a pun. Nor could the writer, apparently. I love everything about this. <laughs> this is delightful. Just let's stop the show here. There's nothing better in life. There's two things I don't like. Stop okay. that. I don't like the shoes. I don't I mean, like the boots. They're weird. I don't like well, the... Well, she needs to put her toe somewhere. I actually like the fact that I don't toes. like it. I don't like it. And I hate the breasts. Yeah, <laughs> the boobs are so really, much. really present. It's, it's, for me, it's either you don't have any or you have six. Yeah, be, be <laughs> accurate or none at all. That's the only tiny I'm thing. I'm surprised by the boobs. It honestly is one of the first things I noticed. I'm like, whoa, they gave this cat boobs. <laughs> I don't. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it at all. Like I think they could. She could have just been like flat chested. It would have been a little less distracting. Because this feels I, a bit more like. Or like cats have like their chests or you know just before yes, the belly. Yeah, it's, like, it's already it would be puffed more up. like puffed up. Mm -hmm. Do you, you feel this better? This feels a yes. little bit like a person in a costume. Because <laughs> I feel like the rest of her is built like a cat. Like even the hip leg situation looks very cat like. So like why why did we need boobs? 
Like, the rest is cat-like. She's still got, like, weird paws and stuff. Like, there's no need for this weird ad. <laughs> it's a little bit like this would be a character in a show and someone drew it, like, sexy. Mm, yes. Yeah. It's, it's fanfic. It's, yeah. like, it's like Lola Bunny. Yeah. For no reason. She has very large boobs. Yeah, and people were so mad when they reduced. <laughs> yep. Ew. <laughs> But gosh, I do love it. I like the puns. I like that she does cat foo. Yeah, I think like the one thing is very cute. Mm-hmm. She has to like rhyme. <laughs> That's adorable. She's got a really cute face. I mean, it's a cat. All cats are cute. <laughs> and I kind of like that, like, because of like the side fur thing, it kind of looks like hair. Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of looks like she has like a, like a, a bob. lippy bob, yeah. The face, like, just the face by itself has something very 40s to it. Mm. Like, it could be, like, rubber hose or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels kind of Felix the Cat. Felix the Cat, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I love her cape and outfit, though. The like, cape is the cave is It has a hood and everything. I even like the mask. Yeah. Quite simple. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not convinced it's doing much. Either <laughs> identity. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I I don't know how many cat people exist in this world. I'll just, give you that. Just one. <laughs> but I got it. So there's a million cat people. Maybe there. Are, I don't know. Yeah, there could be a million cat people. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole planet. Somebody's it's Earth. Around. So is this so. bull just another dude? Yeah, he's a like a a thug. And she's like slapping him from behind. Like what's that? Like oh. he, he's attacking her from behind. Yeah. Here. But also, um, <laughs> my biggest concern is the picture next to it. What's happening with the floating mouths? That's too many mouths. It's oh, like it. sort of a Doctor Strange kind of riff. There's like strange dimensions with weird stuff. Mm. I, I thought she was kind of vaguely Doctor Strangey. I almost said it, and then I lost confidence. Any wizard kind of superhero is going to remind you of Doctor Strange, Doctor Fate. Does she date yes. anyone, and are they also cats? I don't think so. I don't remember any relationship. Maybe one of those mouths are single. Ew. <laughs> I know listeners want me to mention oh, a, cer- oh, uh, oh no. a controversial thing, oh, no, no, which no. I believe I've decided never happened. Oh. <laughs> That's oh. how controversial it is. Oh man! In no. the Zukru, they eventually, late in the game, they added a mouse Did she eat hero. It? There is a story, not a Zukru story, but like in a later thing, they sort of said that she went bad. And ate the mouse. Oh. So I, I think that's just a smear campaign. Yeah. That's just, that did not happen. Okay. But, it's just a disgusting fanfic. But I that. know that it's just going to like fill the comments if I don't mention it, so. I don't believe it. No, me neither. She seems magical. So she ate a co-worker in this story? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want to eat at least one of their yeah, co-workers? Yeah, truly. Hi. Everyone at least has one co-worker. Not eat. Like, not eat. Just murder. Just like, oh, parents, <laughs> you look delicious. Yeah, so she, she went Dark Phoenix, basically. And... Why do they have to do that all the time? What the hell? <laughs> I feel like that should be the tagline. Why they gotta do that all the time? <laughs> it never happened in the Zuko comic. Then it's not real. There. There you go. It's a disgusting rumor. That being said, I want her belt. (laughs) The belt is really fabulous. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it would hurt, like, my stomach and probably my crotch. Is it sharp? Does it, like, stab you when you, like... I feel that way. It sure looks sharp, but I still want to wear it. I'll just not sit for a while. Yeah, if you just stand up. Yeah. What if it's magic and it's just, like, a light... (laughs) It's the same light that appears on her wand when she uses it. Oh, yeah. Although, the... 
How is it like to do? a tiny projector in the belt. I like that's a very, like, old school cliche sort of magic wand. Yes, I yeah. love that too. That needs to rhyme? Yeah, that's I obligatory. Find, I find it has, like, it, it's a wand, but it's it has personality. <laughs> Why do magic wands have white tips? To draw your attention to it. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, no, you just knew around. that. Uh, it my makes sister, sense. My sister had a hobby for a long time of, like, magic trick and, like, card games and stuff like that, so huh. I practice a lot. I was an assistant for a long time. I've never heard of this. <laughs> she still does it, but, you know, she's busy being a mom. <laughs> she it's spawned just, her own assistants and let you go. She's making them disappear. Oh, we, <laughs> we all know Scholastic, right? She bought a box once just for fun, and she loved it, so she bought the same box, well, like, the next step for a whole year. So wow. she just collected them for a long time. Yeah. That's it's, awesome. So is. I, I, I think we get our answer, but ah. Alley Cat Abra. Delightfully hot. Hot or not? I think hot. She's just fun. The boobs are weird. Yeah. I gotta the boobs are weird. That. Is, is that a deal breaker for I'm you? I'm gonna go with hot, but uncomfortable for me a little bit. Well. <laughs> Besides potentially eating coworkers, she's chill. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then hot. <laughs> and it wasn't confirmed. I'm gonna. I can just. Unconfirmed like, reports. I just imagine like she turns around. She's just got the tail of the mouse outside <laughs> her mouth. <laughs> unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. Stop it. Uh. Slander. Don't you just love that Alan Don't you just love that? Cat brand cat food. Don't you just love cat? Just good cat food. So I know you're probably used to teams being just headshots. In Ohatmu, that's uh, what we've been used to. But in Who's Who, we get a full action shot. Action shot. Wow! So this is the All Star Squadron, and we'll also cover the Parasphere, which is its uh, their base. Love it. So this is a team of World War II heroes that didn't actually exist in the 40s. Oh. The All-Star Squadron is an invention of the 80s. The idea is that when Japan attacked Pearl Harbor, President Roosevelt conscripted all the American superheroes into the All-Star Squadron and tasked them with protecting America from invaders and spies. In reality, every single superhero of the Golden Age is a member and could show up in the comic. Artist Jerry Ordway was only asked to draw the ones that were principally being used at the time. Or else there'd be, like, 50, at least. So we've got, uh, let's see, Commander Steel, we got Liberty Bell, Robot Man, Amazing Man, who we won't talk about too much, because Amazing, that's coming up. Firebrand, Tarantula, Johnny Quick, Hawkman, Hawkgirl, uh, Green Lantern, Our Man, Plastic Man, Dr. Fate, The Guardian, uh, Shining Knight, and The Atom. I want to discuss in great detail. They all get their own entries. <laughs> Amazing. I'll say that. They all get their own entries. Uh, and in the background is uh, their HQ. You can sort of see it. It gets its own page by Marshall Rogers. The Parisphere, which was an actual building on the site of the New York World's Fair. <laughs> the World Fair uh, had an actual robot called Electro that also exists in the comic as a butler of sorts, renamed Gernsback. 
We also see the All-Star Special, a plane with a propeller in the back, which the members could use. All-Star Squadron was a comic with a lot of historical research in it, and a large cast of characters, many of which had been forgotten for 40 years. What do we think? We love history. Yeah, I think this is kind of a cool way of revamping characters, like for a modern audience. I think that's pretty cool. Originally, all of these characters, not all of these characters existed. They, they sort of added a couple of new ones. But generally they existed, but they were all trapped, so to speak, in their like one-man strips. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a shared universe necessarily. So uh, this was a way to bring them all together. There's some names, though, that are... Uh... Legacy. Liberty Bell. Liberty oh, no, Bell. That's really oh, funny to me. Shining Knight. Come on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In this, uh, what is it? What's the bottom one? The blue... The Golden Age Adam. Looks which like... we'll cover in this miniseries, because it's an A character. Looks like there's a lot of cleavage That's in, this, in this drawing. Good pecs. Sexy. Oh, geez, yeah. He's also Look... got a um, face cape. Yeah, face capes. <laughs> I don't think they're very useful, because then someone grabs the cape and it just pulls your head with it. Don't get caught. <laughs> That's my opinion on face capes. It, just, it seems like a trap. <laughs> Who's this one? Plastic Man? What's I, happening? I've He's always stretchy. really liked the huge glasses that Plastic Man <laughs> I've, I feel like I've seen Plastic Man in various <laughs> random things, and I always really like the big it, glasses. It looks like chemistry glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very cool to me. But it, he's just, like, really stretchy. I and guess. he's just yeah. sort of, like, skinny. He's got, like, that skinny face with yes. the big glasses. Great. I like him. I'm looking at all the drawings, and my first thought at seeing Johnny Quick is just he may have his way with me. <laughs> that is all. You'll have who, to step over Liberty the, Bell. Who is he? Oh, wait, oh. wait, who are we talking about? First column. He's here. I don't know why. Really? I don't know why. What a, What about Firebrand? Are you Ooh. not seeing this lovely, sexy, now, Firebrand put together is, lady? Firebrand I, is an example of a character they added. They thought they didn't have enough women. I and so they, they took Firebrand, who was a male character, and they gave him a oh. sister. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And the male character is just like a punch em up kind of character, but with her, they actually gave her but powers. They, they couldn't give her a better name than Firebrand? Well, she took the same name I as her brother. Yeah, I know, but like, Raisin Brand? Like, I don't know. It sounds like, <laughs> like, it sounds like a breakfast cereal it was that's on, like spicy. It was on brand. <laughs> Uh, I would like someone to count all of the redheads that have fire in their names and tell me how many are there. 90%. 90%? Okay. That's my guess. Okay. Okay. Tell us in the comments, people who are motivated to count all of those characters. Or that just know. (laughs) We, uh, We love a good Pegasus. Always. They're, like, not very cohesive, but they do look cool together, even if they don't. It's... It's the phenomenon of, like, we hang out, but no one looks like they're going at the same place. Oh, yeah. yeah. That happens to us all the time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, people often look at me and I'm like, are you really all going to the same location? You're dressed vastly differently. <laughs> but it's, I think it's cool to, like, bring a bunch of people together, especially, like, People who historically just were alone. Like, I think that's interesting. Was this, like, popular? Like, did they do the, a lot of these? Yeah, All-Star Squadron, one of my favorite series when I was um, coming up in the comic book game. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it lasted uh, something yeah, like no. five years, five, six, seven years. It got turned into young All-Stars, but uh, it lasted. 
I'm not sure I love the name. I'll tell you the, the origin of the name, because the uh, DC Comics actually invented the idea of the superhero team. Hmm. Ever? Oh. Sometimes you'd have, like, uh, like Batman could meet Superman kind of thing. Like very, a duet? There were very few comics characters that could actually meet yeah, at the time. And then um, DC started a comic called All-Star Comics, which starred the Justice Society of America, which is the original Justice League, if you will. Some of these characters, even, that we're seeing here, but, like, all their big names all went into this society, and they would share a few scenes, and then they all go on each part of a mission and then come back together at the end. So they're just like they're still solo heroes, but they're working as a group mm. because All Star Comics was the, the home of the first superhero team. All Star Squadron, wartime, wartime, something. That's uh, how that came to be. I like the word squadron. I don't like the word squadron. Okay. <laughs> that's the main part of this that I don't like. But I just that's just like a mouthful of a word squadron. squadron. I don't like the All Star part. <laughs> Yeah, now, it, it feels we're a all-star. little. <laughs> it's it's a game on. Go, go play. play. <laughs> but I do get it. Like you know, I just don't love that word. You don't support it. <laughs> I don't support it. <laughs> Buy war bonds. <laughs> Green Lantern looks good in this. Uh, I like yeah. his uh, dramatic uh, collar, though. It's like if you want to ignore someone, it's like, oh, sorry, I couldn't hear you over the collar. So tall. <laughs> I couldn't hear you over the collar. <laughs> Oh, is it a cape that's black on the outside and green on the inside? I think it's purple on the outside. <gasps> I love that. that I is love it. Cool, it's versatile. That's very cool. It is weird to me that he's wearing red. He's Why? a green lantern, yeah. <laughs> Bad designs earlier on. <laughs> that's confusing. I really hate the hawk masks. Oh, me too. I was pointing them out to, to Josie, so it terrified her. <laughs> yeah, I, di- I disagree with... Because they got the little tongue? Uh, no, everything. The it's beak, the, the tongue, face, the beak, the, the feathers, the flying. It's the fact that the face is too small for the real face. So it's just like having a tiny face in the middle of your real face. Yeah. It looks like puffins. I don't trust them. It kind of, <laughs> to me, it kind of feels like a really vintage Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. It's just a little bit unsettling because all those costumes are just a little bit unsettling. Mm-hmm. You want to talk a little bit about the headquarters? You mean the orb? I love it. You mean the Epcot (laughs) ball? (laughs) I love that it's round. It doesn't exist anymore, but it was there. And in the Captain America movie, they actually go to that. Hmm. You see in the background or something, because it's the same World's Fair at the beginning of the Captain America movie. My favorite, and I think really well planned, is the gym is right next to the kitchen, so I can eat my snack, go work out. And then go back to the kitchen to replenish my energy. Smart thinking. It's all Everything else I don't really care about. There's a film projector. Ooh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's really nothing on the walls, so it's perfect for that. Man, like the seating. You see in the middle there, there's like the meeting area. and The seating is a little bit uh, United Nations. Yeah, I do like the seating. I think that's pretty cool. I, w- I just like a novelty building. I like that it's round, and that is fun to me. <laughs> and I've heard that round, a little while ago, it was really popular to build round houses, like a can almost, and it was apparently very efficient for heating, so I'm like... Yeah, I believe does that. It, does it work here as well? Is it, like, good for air circulation and heat and, like, the AC units? You know, want to be efficient. There's underground exit, but there's no other exit, so it... That just means it's like a full ball above the earth without like any doors or anything, right? Well, I think that thing, that walkway, 
Here is it's hidden by a. You probably can walk in through uh, there. Also, f- that's horrifying. I couldn't walk that. <laughs> I would fall. I'm yeah. sure it's bigger than it looks. You like, need to put I would a railing. <laughs> like, that's not OSHA compliant. <laughs> I've watched enough Star Wars to know that you need to put a railing. <laughs> Someone is going to fall. A fight happens and people just slide. Oh my god, it's a giant slide! Ah, it is sort of a giant slide. Okay, find whatever hero that can shoot water. <laughs> and it's a water slide. I'm so in. With railing, of course. I also don't hate the plane thing. Yeah, I actually really like the plane design. It kind of looks like it would land in water for some reason. It's because of the big propeller behind. It's like the True. water boats. I think it's uh, physically impossible, but, you know, it's charming. What's the big pointy thing? I think it it, it shoots the, <laughs> the plane up because it says spring launching mechanism in there. What? Whoa. Stairs to All Star Special. So the All Star Special is housed inside the the spike, and then that opens at the top and boom. I thought you were gonna say it squirts water. I was like, for the water slide. Because <laughs> <laughs> there is an artificial lake. Yeah. So we know FDR thought they were a hot. Put them together. What do you think? Hot or not? I think I, I like a, a team up. I think that's cool. I am not hot. Even though I don't love the word. Generally, it seems cool. I'll go hot. I think they added a good character as a firebrand, but they should have taken out uh, Hawk and Hawk 2. <laughs> Down with birds, as Joseph says. I think uh, hot and Johnny Quick can come find me after the episode. <laughs> But what will happen to Little Pretty Bell? <laughs> uh, Fuck her. <laughs> we're, we're gonna... Oh, I try to ring my bell. Uh, yeah, I was trying yeah. to... I was just like, oh... Is there, like, a hitting word for a bell? Stroke? Uh, a Liberty stroke Bell has a crack in it, right? Mm-hmm. That's like a thing. Yeah, it's on her logo, too. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Look at wow. the chest. So there's a crack? It looks like a lightning bolt. <laughs> like where her cleavage is? <laughs> no. Yes. yes. Kind <laughs> Good. What's your uh, verdict? Just because of that hot. <laughs> boob, bell boob. Also, I like bell. the round building. But mostly the boob thing. <laughs> hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. He was soon. You were correct. Amazing man. He looks like a quarterback. Yes. Well, a well, member of the All-Star Squadron who is an invention of the 80s to add a bit of diversity to the team. As you can imagine, there were no African-American superheroes in the 1940s. Mm. Will Everett was a gold medalist at the famous 1936 Berlin Olympics. But despite the acclaim, he couldn't find good work at home in Detroit. He was sweeping floors in a lab when supervillains attacked and an exploding experimental generator dosed him with radiation that gave him the power to turn into any material he touches, like Absorbing Man, if that still lives in your memory. Uh, He's angry at the treatment he and his community are getting, but sees joining the All-Star Squadron as a way to show integration and equality are possible. So he leaves his fiancée and parents to work out of New York until the war ends. The art by Jerry Ordway shows us Amazing Man without the mask, his parents there under him, and uh, changing into metal and brick. I'm not a fan of how it looks very football-y, but 
I think he's very attractive. I also, the first thing I was going to say is he's very attractive. Yeah, he very much is. <laughs> I kind of like the jacket. I kind of like the, like, side buttons. Yeah. You know, it's not, like, centered. It's very... Like the A. It's very chef. Yeah. It's very scientific. It's I, very military. With a little bit of everything. I think it's really the shoulder thing that kind of... Makes it football-y and makes me not like it. Yeah, but, it looks like he has pads. But the rest is good. I think if it didn't have that, I'd like it a lot more. Where I didn't like the A on the other dude, I do like the A here. Yeah, because mm, it has a purpose and it's a good design. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool design for the A. I'm not a crazy fan of the name Amazing Man, though. I feel like that's just a little generic. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so it's then, okay. So he turns into Brick. He doesn't become, like, a brick wall, so he just, like... His skin becomes brick. Okay, so it's like a thin layer of brick. I think he's brick through and through. But still the shape that he is. Yes. So it's like someone took a bunch of brick and carved it. Yes, but it's also mobile. Yes. I would be silk all the time. He's super soft. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. I would just... Actually, I can't decide if I like the cape or not. I don't like the boots. Well, here it's it's cut off. you got to understand that there's an actual cape here because... They put the serpent over the character. So it it doesn't end like this little weird winglet. I'm not sure (laughs) that he needs the cape. Mm, Like, sometimes there's a look and you're like, oh, the cape really, like, makes this outfit or whatever. But I feel like he could have been without a cape and it wouldn't really matter. I agree. I mean, the problem, I hate the helmet. Like, what is this half... Thing? Wrestling, kind of. Yeah, oh, I, I don't it. love that. I, when, when we get stuff like this, it's always a little annoying to me because, like, there's no real purpose to it either. Because sometimes stuff is kind of ugly, but it's like, okay, but I can get, like, the idea is that it's protection or whatever. But here, like, the top of his head is completely exposed. <laughs> he just looks like a thing. Like, I guess it, it's good for, like, the front of his face a little bit. That doesn't hide his identity. No. no. And I find the thing that I find even more annoying is, like, Hairline that like you can see uh, it like widow's peak. Oh uh, yeah, you. he has a widow's peak, like, and then you can kind of see. Yeah, yeah I, see what you mean. I find that so it catches my eye, and I'm like, oh, it's so ugly. Yeah, like if his hairline was more filled in, yeah. you wouldn't have those random. Or even if it was completely the whole helmet, yes, I would love it so much better. His parents look nice though. <laughs> they do. Yeah, his dad looks really nice. What are they called? What the Everett's? Mr. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Amazing Man. Jake and... Uh, oh, I was going to say Jerome. I was not that far off. <laughs> yes, J and J. J <laughs> Jake and Lula May Everett. Oh, Lula, Lula May! She's That's so, so nice. And she has a little bonnet thing. Love it. Wait, what's so bad for him, though? That must suck. You're just, like, at work and then suddenly you I get mean, radiated? Is that what happened? Yeah. I feel this is common, though, so, you know. I more, know. In more, this universe, like... More reason to stay at home. <laughs> I, I would also, in addition to the previous list, I would like a list of how many people just accidentally get radiated at work and then get powers. 32%. A lot. 32% against <laughs> my I do think it's cool that he, like, took this as, like, you know, his chance to kind of help his community, though. That's really awesome. Yeah, because that's very hard. Like, it's hard yes. to represent, like, a whole community because you're the only one. That's a lot of pressure and... You must be, like, explaining things all the time to people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God, I just want to get a sandwich. Why do I have to speak <laughs> about this again? Yeah, but I think that's really cool. Yeah, they involved them in an, a true life riot in Detroit at the time. Oh. Wow. So but they actually, like, truly wrote about All-Star Black Squadron was 
full of historic actual historical events and trying to fit the heroes actually in those moments. Wow, hmm. that's cool. Oh, that's even better. Excellent. So, is Amazing Man hot or not? Hot. Yes. Hot. What did he go to the Olympics for? I zoned out. <laughs> uh, I didn't say, but athletics? Uh, basketball? Athletics. <laughs> well, you know, the oh, decathlon or whatever. Yeah, I think it Because that be happened like... in, in real life. Like, he's kind of almost replacing. There, was an, there were actual, there's an actual famous uh, African-American athlete at those games giving the finger to Hitler. Yeah. Oh. It's in Berlin. I can't remember his oh. name. It's Nazi Germany. The Olympics are there. Like, there was, like, a famous runner. Jesse Owens, that's it. Like, won all the medals, basically, and just showed, ha-ha, Hitler, master race my ass, you know? Nice. You <laughs> go oh, for Hitler. Master race my ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then those actual athletes came back home, and it's like, racist America anyway. It's the 1940s. Yeah, yeah things that, even if you changed like a slight opinion, there was the world isn't changed. No, little opportunity. So that's kind of what they put into this character. And that sort of thing happens so much. Because like, even with like soldiers that would come back, they would basically just be like, oh, thanks, you did that. You sacrificed potentially like a limb or something. But now just... Figure that out. Like, they, and we still do that. Let's be real. Yeah. It's just sad. Society is sad. Yeah, we suck. Do better. <laughs> I'm very glad to have won the 100 meters and the Olympic Games here in Berlin. A very beautiful place and a very beautiful setting. The competition was grand, and we're very glad to come out on top. Thank you very kindly. Dr. Fate. Dr. Midnight. Starman. Johnny Quick. Wildcat. Power Girl. The All-Star Squadron. Spectre. Firebrand. Amazing Man. Huntress. Cyclone. Sandman. Mr. Terrific. Star Commander Steel. Seven Soldiers of Liberty the Infinity Incorporated. Those are just some of the celebrated and beloved heroes associated with Earth 2 and the Justice Society of America. These daring mystery men and women banded together in 1940 to form the first super team in comics. They inspired a decades-long legacy of heroes who would follow in their footsteps. And now they've inspired us to launch a new podcast. Justice Society presents a new anthology on the Fire & Water Podcast Network featuring a variety of themed shows with different hosts celebrating some of their favorite comics and characters associated with the Golden Age of Comics, Earth 2, the JSA, and beyond. Join the fight for justice and subscribe to Justice Society Presents on the Fire & Water Podcast Network. Female bag. Being comments on our first episode of Who's Hot and Who's Not, we're keeping these separate. So all comments on No Hot More Not are on No Hot More Not, and and this on this. <laughs> so we're talking about Abel, Abnagazer, Wrath and Gast, Abracadabra, Adam Strange, and Aegeus. So uh, let's see. Let's start with Kevin from New Orleans. He says, "This is awesome. Thanks y'all for this new show. It's great." And so most people thought. Doing many more more characters was a plus. Yay! That's Yay. nice. Excellent. I did. I didn't think it was a minus. A, like, <laughs> no, I just didn't think it was going to be a big deal that we were doing five instead of four. But my God, it's like the best decision we've made all year round. <laughs> Chris Franklin, uh, we'll talk about Abel. He says, so yes, there seems to be a lot of paranormal activity here in Kentucky. We wanted a confirmation. My hometown movie theater 
The Ross Opera House is purportedly haunted, and the owners make a lot of money off that during Halloween. We have Waverly Sanitarium in Louisville, and Bobby Mackey's Bar in Wilder Newport in my neck of the woods. They supposedly <laughs> have some really nasty spooks there. All three of those places have been featured on many of those ghost hunting shows on Discovery, the Travel Channel, etc. If ever I find the House of Secrets for sale at a reasonable price... I may be in the market for a new house since I'm safe, apparently. See? It's a good investment. Yeah. I'm a sucker for places like that. Like, I'd love to go. Mm-hmm. Aaron Bias uh, just listened to uh, the show here and says, fantastic. He says, as an Appalachian American, I can confirm that parts of Kentucky are quite spooky. As former native hunting grounds hotly contested, it gained bad mojo through conflict. Add in settler superstition, folk beliefs, southern gothic, civil war ghosts, and hoodoo, and you've got a melting pot of creepy. Never mind the UFO encrypted sightings. That's a lot. We need to travel, guys. That's such a combo. Are we saying where we want to go to Kentucky? Yeah, I'd go anywhere. We'll bring a spirit box. And we'll eat chicken. And you'll try to scare me. Yeah. And you will succeed. (laughs) Make up the guest room, Chris. Um, Okay, uh, Mike Danis says, I always pulled for Abel because, like me, he's a younger brother. My older brother was never as bad as Cain, but I can relate. Though, to be fair, Abel always came off as a sad sack. I got why Cain hosted a horror anthology, but why make Abel, the wet blanket, host horror stories? You gotta quote that. My uh, uh, my sister, not as bad as Cain. <laughs> I guess I'm the Cain in the family, was the oldest. And are you as bad? Not as bad. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> then we had the Demons 3, and Captain Entropy says, I agree, they are not a concern. <laughs> Ouch. Ange says, I will never be able to look at Clea's cool leggings again without thinking they are made of the skin of wrath. <laughs> You're welcome. Does if, that make Cleo, like, more badass or just gross? If that's wrath. Uh, we're still not sure who's who. I think it's gas. <laughs> so do I. That is some creepy stuff there. Next is uh, Abracadabra. Uh, and Namiko Hideki Yukinori uh, says, I'm stealing the a time machine away from crime line. It really should be on a shirt. <laughs> For future merch over here. Someone write that down. (laughs) Moving right along to Adam Strange. A lot of people had stuff to say about Adam Strange. But the best here is uh, Aaron Bias again. He says, Adam Strange was teleported from Earth to Ron by a Zeta beam fired at Earth four years ago. The beam was traveling at light speed from Ron in the Alpha Centauri system four light years away. Somehow, Adam is transported to and from Ron instantaneously via Zeta beam every other time. Although it cannot possibly take him to or from Earth to Ron or vice versa any faster than four years. Really thinking about the science. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, that follow. Because <laughs> if you send a beam and it takes four years yeah. to get here, then he's teleported. It takes four years to get back. But so he'd be missing eight years every time. Right. Aaron has thought about the science much more than the writers. Like, but, <laughs> but the thing is, comic science overrules. Ah, yes, in this. It's like the beams here. Like, it creates, like, a line. Oh, so it's always there. And now it's there. It's kind of vibrating. Okay, so just... just Anything that gets in in there is instantaneously moved. That's an interesting hypothesis. But it took... It's like you're throwing a fishing line across space. For four years. It takes four years to get here, but once it's there, it, like, creates a wormhole. I think you've solved it. Of course. Science... (laughs) Mike is a scientist of comics. I I am an action scientist. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Good job. Good Good job. When did you get your master's? Life. (laughs) 
So uh, Aaron Bias here again talks about uh, uh, Aegeus this time. He says, you scoffed at man-eating horses. But <laughs> since we're talking about Greek myth, don't forget the man-eating mares of Diomedes. <laughs> There is a man-eating ma- mares. There's a man-eating mares. I'm imagining mares, just so yeah. you know. I'm going to start calling people man-eating mares. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm that bitch. What a man-eating mare. <laughs> Captain Entropy here has uh, some insight. He says, uh, Aegeus, I'd forgotten about him. But when Aegeus first appeared, the Greek revolutionary terrorist group 17 November was very active. Their hobbies included robbing banks and murdering people with guns and bombs. Fortunately, the Greek police rounded them all up less than a year after 9-11. I would bet that 17 November was in the minds of Aegeus' creators. That's interesting. In the news. They sort of paralleled that. That's really interesting. Uh, And Lizanne Oswald thinks he looks like Archon from uh, Marvel, which was also like a barbarian with lightning bolts in his quiver. That's very far away for you guys. Oh, yeah. It's like five years ago. But I love you. I don't remember what in I did. In 1875 day. is when we did that entry. <laughs> <laughs> Not in 1940. <laughs> and uh, Ward Hill Terry was actually disappointed <gasps> that uh, when we turned the page after Abracadabra, it wasn't Ace the Bat Hound. Ace the Bat Hound never got an entry in Who's Who. Oh. oh. Ace the Bat Hound? Oh, I want Ace the Bat Hound. Bat he's, or a dog he's or a Batman's, bat dog. He's Batman's sidekick dog. Oh my god. Okay, one, also disappointed. Two, thank god he's not disappointed in us. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not our fault, oh. but yeah. Will Can you, we, Ace is a dog with a mask, will you so you can't recognize him. In, he's got a <laughs> When Bruce Wayne is walking in. I like to imagine the other dogs are like, we can just smell you, dude. <laughs> will you will you make a special entry for him later on? I'm sorry, for us? I'm sorry, Ace. Make your own research and put a page up for us. Just send it in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> the only super dog that gets an entry is Crypto. Lame. Well, he had many more stories. Is there like a pet-centric book? No, but if we ever get to the L Oof. issue, uh, there is a Legion of Super Pets. <gasps> Yay. Can we just skip to that <laughs> and come back? Uh, but actually, we have to go. And before we do, we have to mention the Fire and Water Podcast Network Patreon page at patreon.com slash fwpodcast. If you like our content, please think about it, making a one-time or monthly donation, uh, the amount of which will allow you to unlock rewards of various kinds. Thank you for sponsoring this show. Eric, Gene Hendricks, Monsieur Luc, and Mike Dynas. So say goodbye, guys. Bye! Bye! We love you! Don't check on your car. Don't check on your car. Someone stealing a car somewhere. There, stolen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stand up, stand down. Stand up, stand up, stand up, stand down. Are we around? Stand by, stand from. Cha cha, real smooth. <laughs> oh no, the cat has attacked me. I can't say sentences. I've been talking for two days straight. <laughs> Oh man. It's too warm for September. Global it's too warm. Warming is real. <laughs> the end.